0: very much. At this time, um, children age 4 to grade 5 are welcome to go downstairs to the Fellowship Hall for the Children's Church. That's children age 4 to grade 5 are invited to go downstairs for Children's Church. Well, in the early 1980s, a local pastor introduced the vision for a community center within Lancaster City. And with the support of the local Mennonite community, um, part of which would be us, uh, individuals, government grants, and local churches, Arbor Place opened its doors for the first time in 1985. Then in 1999, Arbor Place changed its mission and vision in order to more effectively address the going needs of the community's teenagers After extensive fundraising and building renovations, Arbor Place transitioned into the mix at Arbor Place in April 2000 and I'll let Brother Scott say more about that later. Arbor Place is a faith-based not-for-profit organization located in southeast Lancaster City that's dedicated to meeting the academic, recreational, social, and spiritual needs of Lancaster's inner-city teenagers ages 13 to 19. Arbor Place has been a part of our um, congregation's uh, ministry and vision and also part of our offering schedule for for many, many years and so it's it's a pleasure to have this opportunity to hear more about the work of Arbor Place. Elder Wayne Scott is the Senior Pastor for the Ashley Tabernacle Church of God in Christ in Columbia, Pennsylvania. He's also the Executive Director of the Mix at Arbor Place and his greatest joy outside of salvation is being married to Mrs. Roberta Scott. Uh, we are grateful to have you here, brother, brother Wayne. If you'll please come, we'll have a prayer and then um, invite you to give us what the Lord has given to you. God, we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your name with your people. Thank you for our Brother Wayne, We're grateful for the work that he does, and we're glad that he's able to be with us this morning. We pray that you will give him um, the grace and the strength that he needs to speak whatever words you have for us this morning. Um, We trust that we will hear your voice and his voice, and we entrust this uh, time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor. Grace, peace,
1: and mercy be unto all of you from God our Father, and it is so good to be here at East Chestnut Mennonite church. Uh, we go back so far. I, um, when I was a freshman at Lancaster Bible College, I worked as a volunteer. Every freshman had to have 15 hours of community service and they placed me at Arbor Place. I hated it. <laughs> I was an older student trying to get an education and uh, and I was working in my local church. I didn't think I had time for it. And then there was Dottie Charles. (laughs) She was the bookkeeper back then and she was a stickler for details and I'm the kind of person that when when we lose the car at the mall, I think it's great. (laughs) And my wife is like, this is not funny, you know? And I'm like having my finest moment and uh, When I would lose a receipt or something was a penny or two off, she was a true uh, spirit of excellence bookkeeper, and (laughs) and she would she would go, "What? This got the (laughs) stock!" And uh, but down through the years, we have uh, just grown to, to love her and appreciate her, and and every banquet she's there, and some of you. And so thank you for your support down through the years. I use that as a launching pad for our thinking an awkward text that I've thrown to love and I'm incubating it because it means so much to me as I do the work of Arbor Place. When you read it, it's, it's a wicked queen who manipulates her way to power and wants to be king. And if I had time, I would talk about how people play all kinds of games to get ahead. Not us, but others. (laughs) And uh, this wicked queen manipulates herself to power and she orders a decree that all of the king's children should be murdered. Nice lady. Ahaziah hears the decree and runs to the nursery and grabs Joash, one of the king's sons. Takes the king's sons, and hides them in the house of the Lord for six years. She makes such a tremendous difference. She hides them in the house of the Lord. She doesn't have a title, she's never been to seminary, she's just an ordinary person. And yet, such a difference maker she was. She got involved, she didn't turn her face away like it wasn't her problem. She took some risk. And uh, speaking of risk, thank you, it's risky. I left half the kids uh, because they just weren't together. And it's risky when I don't, I usually have someone that watches them. Because uh, one by one, they just take their liberties and do things. (laughs) You, You weren't sitting there when he pulled a chicken wing out of his pocketbook. I was almost down for the count. <laughs> uh, but um, I was so excited about this lady's passion, a passion to help this baby. And I was so touched by her creativity as to hide the baby in the house of the Lord. And I was even more moved by what she accomplished, changed the face of a nation simply because she got involved and and as we think of arbor place uh that's that's kind of what we do and we can put it and i'm gonna just walk through some things uh and and she has some things right now we are so excited about the things that we are doing because um we are launching on a uh, new building project and uh, And we have been around for 25 years, and um, I'm not sure how many banquets you've been to, Miss Daddy Charles. How many banquets have you been to? How many banquets? She <laughs> doesn't so know. Okay. All right. This is the existing Arbor Place, and and you all have been around Arbor Place for years, supporting us, and we can. Uh, we'll move quickly. I'm gonna move quickly, and. Um, just take the arrow, then. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Great. We're located over in the southeast section, what they call the seventh ward. I don't, I don't like that term. It, it kind of speaks uh, negativity over people, and uh, and not life. And uh, it's it's located over on North and Christian Street. And uh, we'll we'll keep moving. Yep. This is the. We changed it in '89 in to the mix because. Of the cross-cultural uh, clientele that that we represent now, and uh, we'll change that. And uh, as he said, we were we were started by Marvin and Lois Weaver, who were members of Law Street Mennonite Church. And so our place is what I call a Mennonite baby. Uh, they they created us, and it's evolved into be much more than what anyone ever expected. Some 25 years later, and uh, maybe in uh, in the uh, early, uh, in around 89 and 90, there was this shift in the neighborhood and the, the Mennonite church birthed Arbor Place to its own autonomy and, uh, and created a cross-cultural board, a cross-denominational board, and uh, they began to govern Arbor Place. And we could, we could move right on. Al, when I, when I was uh, a freshman at Bible College, and I, I would I would volunteer and work at Arbor Place. Uh, I saw the Lord move tremendously. We would, we would be praying um, for things like, we wish we could take them to Sight and Sound and here comes somebody with 30 tickets to go to Sight and Sound or some farmer just came and killed the hog and wants to give us the hog. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then when uh <clears throat> and, and Church had a sewing club and, and, and they would bring in the winter, bags of little knitted hats and gloves and scarves. The neatest thing, every kid in the neighborhood was going to school with Men- melinger Mennonite gloves and scarves, and you, and you could tell how they were making a difference in the neighborhood, and uh, we are currently embarking on a new building project. Our, our built, existing building is pretty much falling down, literally, And uh, we are moving to a new building project. This is the new building, the new Arbor Place that uh, we are embarking on. It will be located on the same site. We already own the land. And we wanted to build something conservative. We don't believe that the economy is going to get much better. And we wanted to put our money into the kids and not bricks and mortar. We interviewed maybe uh, 17 architects, uh, came up with Cornerstone um, and uh, architects and design and, and uh, they came in very conservative. It's a $1.7 million dollar project and uh, I'll talk more about that. And, uh, and so uh, that's our architects, Cornerstone Architects and Design at Scenic Ridge. Both of them are Christians. Both of them had been uh, giving to the ministry long before we interviewed them. And we didn't select them because they gave to the ministry already They really just reflected all of the core values and and won our heart in their presentation and operate out of such excellence and integrity. And so we're just grateful and blessed to have them on board. Uh, We minister to kids spiritually and uh, this was a, uh, and we can keep on going. And we do it also academically, we work with the kids in after school programs. And uh, recreationally, we have a summer basketball league that has 240 teenagers in it, talking about instant insanity.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we, we, we take them out, we minister socially. Uh, right here, if we could hold up, we have a program called Gangs to God, and uh, where, we, where we focus in on some of the rougher kids who are involved in gangs. The pull to, uh, to be involved in gangs in, in that neighborhood and around this community is great. And so when I came to Arbor Place, the corner was owned by the young assassins. It was a, uh, a Spanish a gang and they were uh, pretty, pretty violent and they owned the corner. The building was tagged and, uh, and I just began to put them on the prayer list of every church I knew. I began to pray for them a whole lot and then the Lord spoke to my heart, it's time. So I, I took it and I put on my clergy collar and some dungarees and I went to the corner. I took a translator with me. And, uh, and I said to the, to the, I asked could I speak to the ringleader. I said to him that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the pastor that, that works here and I need to talk to you because I need this corner. And what you're doing, I can't save these kids. I'm not trying to save you. And, 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 and I understand you are where you are, but I need to do what I have to do, and I need you to understand that I grew up in Baltimore, and I'm not a little fella, and I ride the front seat of roller coasters, and I jump out of planes. I don't scare easy. <laughs> and, and I don't want to have a problem with you, but I need this corner. And uh, I began to uh, petition and ask him is anybody in your family Christians? And his grandmother was a, a strong Christian and he respected her. And I said, then you gotta understand what I'm saying to you. Would you just pray about it? I asked the gangbanger to pray. <laughs> and I left him alone. I went back a week or so later. In the meantime, someone got shot on the corner of Lok Howard and Christian. And they came to me they ran down Christian Street and died on the corner where Arbor Place was. And they came to me and asked me uh, would I preach the funeral? And so I preached my first gangbang funeral. Everybody wanted me to put on bulletproof vests and stuff, but I really trust God that, that I don't have to do that when, you, when you're where God wants you to be. Preach the funeral, make a long story short, two weeks later they gave me the corner and they did tell me, don't think I'm, I'm a punk enough and I'm going to let you have this corn. Eyes. I said, oh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, the building is never tagged, but we have a program called Gangster God where we take these kids in the summer for 10 weeks. We give them, they work for, for us for 10 weeks. They don't all work at our building, but they, sometimes we put them at Christmas attics and other summer camps, but they get three days of me. And I don't believe you can give me a bad kid, unless he's really bad, uh, three days uh, for 40 hours a week, and, and then I don't change him. And, and so we get a chance to get in these kids' heads, to begin to work with them, even these smaller kids. And I thank you for your patience with them. It's so important that they get out of their culture, get out of the box, and see other things and begin to to let that challenge their value system and let that confuse them a little bit. If life doesn't confuse you a little bit, you know. Boy, when I went to Lancaster Bible College, I was confused. (laughs) There was this one kid. I was struggling, turning 18 credits. This one kid, he would put lotion on my doorknob. And every time I'd be rushing, Trying, I'm barely now. Remember, I'm fragile, barely holding it together. And I go to rush in my room, and there's all oh, this lotion on my hand. He's got his head out the door, dying laughing, and I am not thinking it's funny. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> but it took me, it took me a long time to, to 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 adjust. So I got him back. We were in old in history early in the morning, eight o'clock service, the most boring prop you could ever see. And he was, he was writing on the board and the guy was sleeping and I just nudged him. I said, hey, Dr. So-and-so said, would you pray? He jumps up, shall we pray? (laughs) The whole whole class, the whole class did exactly like you did just now. And then I start realizing I'm crossing cultures here. What a, What a great program it is! Uh, probably half of the kids that come through our program gangs to God uh, are getting saved and now uh, gave their heart to christ they, they, they go to my church. I run a van of at least twenty five people from Arbor Place community have have joined Arbor place i don't remind I don't ask them to come to my church i really feel like I'm at work when I'm at church. But God told me they belong to me, they, they gravitate to me and, and accept that. I felt like Jonah, come on, God, give me a break. And, but somebody has to do it. And so it's a privilege to, to have kids who used to be in gangs, carrying guns, and now come to church playing the drums, ushers, dancing for you. And it, it may not be powerful yet, but give them a couple of years and, 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 and let me finish working on them. I believe that they'll stand strong for Christ. Can we... Can we? Yeah. we have a program where we call What's for Dinner where different churches come in and um, feed an evening meal to our kids. Some of them bring their youth down. They provide the meal, feed them a meal. And uh, it's really a neat program. We feed our kids... Every Tuesday through Friday, uh, you know, chicken nuggets, hamburgers, most of the time, it's the only meal that they get. And uh, most of the time, they come from school to the center and stay until we, we, we send them home. Yeah. And uh, we have an annual banquet that comes up, that house, and our husband's always there. And uh, that is on March the 31st at Willow Valley, which is now in the Doubletree. I think it's six o'clock. There's a silent auction, music, and testimonies and so much more. Yeah. Uh, speaking our building project, it's a a hundred and a million and and uh, seven, and uh, we we're scheduled for this demolition, but we've got some problems with the uh, a couple of studies It took longer than we want, so the start date has been pushed back. Hopefully, by the end of March, we will be leveling our place into the new building, and you can. And we've raised already probably, I think that's probably closer to $500,000. Uh, we applied for a grant from the state, from Mike Sterler's office, and uh, it is being reviewed, um, but it looks favorable, and they are, they're they offering us 500000 So we're somewhere uh, waiting for that. We do have a consultant from the state, which is a good sign that they may... Uh, look favorable. So when you pray, if you could pray that the Lord would bless us in that way, that we would have those matching funds. And uh, we have been interviewing a consulting fundraising group to help us um, to to reach our milestone. Again, uh, we, we're really not trying to... I grew up really poor. I didn't have Sega Genesis and PlayStations. And uh, my, my parents, uh, when we travel, we still have picnic boxes, baskets in the back of the car, and we don't, we don't stop at restaurants. We grew up, uh, but we had fun playing. I was the double Dutch king, uh, and double Dutch, and so we want to build something very conservative, not flashy, but we do want to be able to relate to this, uh, this culture and something that we can actually do ministry in. Yes. And uh, you can help by praying for us and certainly uh, continue it, as you've always been donating down through the years and uh, supporting with volunteers. We get anywhere from, those numbers are off, um, we're getting anywhere from 50 to 100 kids uh, a night. In the summer, Those that number doubles, and uh, it's a lot of kids. And uh, matter of fact, on Friday uh, when Peter was leaving, he looked like he was, his heart was heavy for me because my staff had called off and half the kids were there and and we had already had a long day in meetings and stuff and uh, I think he wanted to say, um, Uh, should I stay around? But the words wouldn't come out. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I, I ran the place by myself, probably 60 kids. They just adore me, I adore them. I can give them the eye. You know how you teach your kids, you can give them the eye like I was doing a couple of them. And uh, you know other people's kids. That's all I can tell you. Some of them have tremendous issues, and some of them are on medicine. But I'm I'm glad that God loves me unconditionally, and that uh, He has a place for me in the kingdom. And uh, my favorite my favorite uh, story was the Christmas story and when all of the broken toys were on the island of Misfit, and no one wanted to buy the toys and uh, I had such a tough time coming up I felt just like that those toys I could really identify with those toys but when Christ came into my life and and gave me a place to belong and loved on me and put other people in my life who who loved on me um, I discovered what a wonderful, that I really was fearfully and wonderfully made. And so we, uh, I'll stop there and uh, you know, these kids are just getting saved and and it's just a real privilege to love on them. We've had some defining moments in Arbor Place. Um, One of them was when one of our teenagers who I had hired in Gangster God, I met my desk, and they came running, uh, Mr. Wayne, Mr. Wayne, he's got a gun. And I ran out and he's standing there with his gun pointed at another kid. And I didn't even think, I just got in front of him. And I said, what are you doing? Nobody's going to die today. Put that down. And he said, he's, he said, no, I'm tired of him, I'm tired of him. And, and I'm, I'm saying, listen, you know, my, mother's, my brother got shot. My mother still cries at Christmas. Are you going to do that to somebody's mother? Are you going to let your mother cry because you're going to jail and we're going back and forward? And finally, he just kept telling me to move and I kept saying no. And I just began to pray out loud and I put my arms around him and walked to him. and slid the gun right out of his hand and he cried on my shoulder the other guy ran off, I took him on the inside, got him away from the crowd told him how proud I was, but I just kept telling him nobody's gonna die on my watch. Not on my watch. Nobody's gonna die on my watch. What a defining moment it was for, for, for me and his group of friends. Not too long ago, I'm at my office and, and, and I hear someone screaming, which is not unusual in our neighborhood. I thought it was a domestic thing. And uh, I ran out and there was a blazing fire on the corner. And the guy was saying in Spanish, my baby's in the basement, my baby's in the basement. Without even thinking, I just ran up, got the fire extinguisher, banged the basement. I kicked the kitchen door in, it blew back all the, 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 it, the whole door blew black all in my face. I'm crawling on the floor. I could hear the baby crying and crying, and then the baby stops crying. I know it's too late for the baby. I'm trying to get the baby out. I'm coughing and choking, and I couldn't save the baby. We opened up Arbor Place to the whole neighborhood, brought food for them, brought in the family, ministered to them, and it just just gave us such favor with the Latino community that we didn't have before that. Because people don't, want to care, people don't really care about my theology and my doctrine. They want to know do you care about them. And when you can show people that you care about them, they'll care about you. And so we just had several defining moments. And, and, and we, we just challenge you to get involved. To be a difference maker. To see how you can make a difference in the lives of other people. Thank you so much. And I think you want me to answer some questions or no, yes? We'll do, that we'll do that in Sunday school. Thank you so much. May the Lord bless you. Thanks for your kindness and your hospitality. What a great pastor you have. Uh, you can celebrate him. It's okay to say that, can you? Yeah. Amen. A-
0: hey, he's a cool guy.